Hello and welcome to the Bankers podcast series, Banking Under Pressure. I'm James King, the Bankers Europe editor, and I'm joined today by Jacob Morgan, senior analyst at Forrester Research, to discuss some of the key trends that will shape the future of banking. Jacob, thanks for being here today. Thank you, James. You've recently written a report titled The Future of Banking is Based on Trust, and you've looked at this issue through the lens of the consumer, the banks, and collaborators. What were some of the key conclusions from this this research? So I think um, one of the first things was that we needed to introduce the concept of the collaborator, because I think banks are very good at focusing on you know the world, their worldview and looking looking outside. Um, and obviously they're very customer focused these days, or at least the more digital banks are. However, one of the key things is that the future is very much going to be a connected future. And in that, how easy it is to collaborate with you will define how easy it is to do business with you. And there were four sort of key themes that emerged as we were doing the research. Um, the first of those is that banks will effectively be invisible or will start to become more invisible as their brands are potentially subsumed behind other brands as they take their products and services to their customers rather than make them come to them. Uh, the second was around connected. Banks themselves will be more connected. You, the age of delivering a loan is impossible in the age of open finance. And then the third uh, the, um, key theme was that of being insights driven. Now, banks have been sitting on a ton of data for a long time, but do they really do enough with that data? Are they genuinely deriving insight for customer benefit from that data? Um, and then the final one is purposeful. This is really the idea that banks are now going to have to respond to an environment where global warming is part of the equation. Uh, also reflecting some of the more recent changes in behavior that we've seen from customers, that kind of more localized um, perspective that they have as a result of COVID. People are more aware of the impact that humans have um, on the environments around them. So, so they were the sort of key, um, key findings that we had that banking essentially will become invisible, connected, insights driven and purposeful. And this will be over the next sort of five to 10 years. It's, um, it's not immediate. This will be something that will play out over time. Well, let's pick up on that, that last point, which is really interesting about banks becoming more purposeful. Is this going to be a long march for them in terms of really matching uh, their values towards the, the preferences and demands of consumers in terms of looking at some of these big global and local values that, that are so important today? So I think some banks are a little bit closer towards beginning that journey or, or, or that journey is underway for them already. It's, it's a trend certainly that we've been detecting and detecting the importance, the growing importance of over the last couple of years, but it's getting particularly sort of more important at this, at this stage. And partly that's down to customers being more aware of what they can expect from banks and from the firms that they're doing business with. Um, being aware that they should get something in return from the amount of data that they're sharing with the banks, but also the custodianship that banks have of, um, of a customer's identity and a customer's data. And it's seeing really the principles that you hold as a customer and your values and looking for those in the organizations that you're going to be doing business with. So over time, people will start to seek out banks and other financial services customers that align more closely to their values. Banks that are ethical inside and are using financial innovation for sustainable growth, that are orientated around the community, that build a sense of community around being part of that bank 
around those aligned values that they have with their customers. It's also important for um, the employees as well. So again, we all like to feel that we're working for an organization that we we ourselves are proud to work for and aligns with our values. So it's, it's not just that customer perception. It's also being um, purposeful in the minds of the employee as well. Sure. So there are quite a few dimensions to that aspect of of. of, of the future of, of banking and and one of the other points you, you touched on here jacob was just around um this idea of, of data and in the report you, you talk about um banks finally unleashing uh, the potential of, of their of the data they possess on customers and, and using that in more in more effective ways what will that look like in the coming years as this sort of trend unfolds so, so some of that is is going to um, manifest itself in the form of what we're calling autonomous finance, uh, and here really the principle is similar to a self-driving car. You know, you will have a bank account, um, the money will come into that account, and then it will be allocated according to the rules and the principles and the algorithms that you've agreed with the bank in terms of how you want your finances to run. So instead of money coming in once a month, it may come in in dribs and drabs through the gig economy, and it will automatically be allocated according to the things that are important to you or the, the debts that you have to pay off that are favorable to you rather than necessarily purely to the, the financial institution. But also it's going to be banks utilizing the data that they have to drive those algorithms in an ethical and explainable way. So we all know that AI is becoming more and more important um, within financial services and indeed in our daily lives. But you have to be able to explain why the algorithm is behaving in a certain way and ensure that bias isn't in, um, sort of built into the algorithm without, without people recognizing. And also customers are more aware of the value of the data themselves through things like GDPR and, um, you know, realize that the bank ultimately has to take uh, a much sort of more um, focused role in what they do with that data. And customers are willing to share the data, but as long as they perceive that they are getting value back for sharing the data. No longer is it enough for banks merely to hoover up all of the data. They are now expected to do something with that data that aligns to um, the, uh, the customer's intention or the customer's values. And finally, Jacob, just the final point here is around this idea of, of invisibility and perhaps the, the brand presence of banks uh, receding somewhat um, in the coming years. Is this just a function of, as you mentioned at the start, banks working more collaboratively with, with other players and, and being more one part of, of a larger ecosystem? So the thing that we're seeing is that the distribution models themselves are effectively evolving to make use of other people's marketplaces and other people's delivery platforms as part of that customer journey. And what banks will have to do is essentially recognize that they're taking their products and services to customers rather than making their customers come to them in the future. So you'll, for example, be embedding finance at the edge. It might be use, utilizing APIs of 5G to connect the, um, the finance to a product or some machinery or the home itself. And it doesn't mean that banks become completely invisible. It just means that where they add value to the customer shifts in the value chain. 
So for example, the finance might appear literally behind the dashboard of the vehicle that's renegotiating the terms of its leasing agreements based on the usage patterns. But ultimately the value that is then realized apart from the automation um, will be in the servicing of that loan or the servicing of the customer when they're reaching out and needing to contact the bank. So in the future, you'll have banks inserting themselves into other people's platforms and marketplaces and delivering via others' channels. Um, but the bank itself will keep its powder dry in the sense of um, keeping its IP and its value to the consumer in how it services those products. Okay, well, it's uh, really interesting. And, and obviously, we'll keep an eye on this space and watch um, as some of these trends unfold. But in the meantime, Jacob, thank you so much for your time today. Thank you. Thanks. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has experienced teams who can craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex. Real wealth requires real solutions. Connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's Coriant.com. Join Capital Group CEO Mike Gitlin for a new edition of the Capital Ideas Podcast. In unscripted conversations with investment professionals, you'll hear real stories about successes and lessons learned, informed by decades of investment experience. It's your look inside one of the world's largest asset managers. New episodes are available monthly. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Invest 30 minutes in an episode today. Published by American Funds Distributors, Inc.